Welcome to the Equipped Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Elizabeth Laconi, and I am a business and branding strategy coach, multi-six-figure CEO, and I'm obsessed with empowering female entrepreneurs. If you are looking to walk through entrepreneurship equipped with the business skills, strategies, mindset, and well-being to sustainably grow your business, then you are in the right place, friend. My goal in this podcast is to teach you the life lessons and the strategies that I have personally learned over the past decade of being an entrepreneur. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of She Gets Me Entrepreneur Chat on topics guaranteed to boost your business growth and income. If you're ready for tactical skills mixed with some sisterhood real talk about the world of entrepreneurship, then let's make it a date weekly and take this journey together. What's up, you guys? I am fresh off of a conversation with actually my own coach about something that I feel needs to be an episode. And here's why. It's not only something that I have walked through, and to be transparent, still walking through, but it's what a lot of female entrepreneurs are as well. And I'm not sure enough people are talking about it. So what I'm talking about is the need for external validation. And what that means is needing to be seen, needing to be heard on social media that looks like likes and views and shares and comments. That is external validation. It's coming from someone else versus coming from within. When it comes from within, you just know that you're on the right track. You don't need someone else to tell you that or to show you that. And there's not a right or wrong with either. I believe all of us need a level of external validation to keep going, right? To feel um, acknowledged. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I do feel like we get trapped into needing it a lot. And specifically, what I want to talk about is when we are starting something new. Maybe we're pivoting or shifting or we're just putting ourselves out there in a, in a different capacity and a more involved capacity. It could be as simple as showing up online and doing lives, which is really out of your comfort zone, or it could be major, like completely shifting careers to something totally different and wanting to feel seen and heard, wanting that external validation that you're doing the right thing, that people are okay with what you're doing, that they like what you're doing. So I want to back up for a second and I want to tell you and I want to paint a picture of who I'm talking to because if you find at the end of this that you're thinking, "Mm, she nailed it, that's me, then this episode is going to be life-changing for you. Maybe not life-changing, that's probably strong. But I hope it's going to be really beneficial for you because what I want to do by the end of this is give you some tangible tips to work through this. Not just the fluffy talk, but, you know, I'm all about strategy and steps and flow. So I'm going to give you that because this is what I've been working through. And these are things that I have learned to do and that really work. So this, who I'm talking to right now, and if it's not you, maybe it's somebody that you're, you're talking to or a friend or colleague. This is the woman who is not quite there yet. She's not where she wants to be yet. 
She is looking for hope and encouragement to keep going. She's either rebranding, pivoting, starting something new. And she's what I call, and my coach, both of us in this conversation, call the waiting period of being noticed or seen. And it's really freaking scary. It's uncomfortable and it's lonely at times. She's maybe posting and showing up, but she's receiving pretty little validation, which makes her feel like she's not moving as fast or her content or her words or her brand or her offers are not good or they're not as good as someone else. And at times she wants to stop because the rewards coming in are few. And so this is what this woman needs to know. This is completely normal. And it's the uncomfortable part of the journey. Anytime you're starting something new, again, it can be small all the way up to very major. The last thing you want to feel is unseen. But I do believe it is one of the most powerful lessons that you will experience this waiting period because that is where you build your armor. That is where you get really clear if you really want to do this. Because ultimately, other people can encourage you, but they shouldn't be a determining factor of whether you keep going or not. Words that are easier said than done, this I know personally. But let's talk about this idea of ultimately you're clapping for yourself versus waiting for others to clap for you. And this is such a powerful thing if you can figure it out. This waiting period that I'm talking about has some really strong strong feelings. And I'm going to speak from personal experience because I have recently pivoted from really it, not only a career of network marketing, but an identity that I was and everybody, almost everybody knew me as. And so for me, it was not an overnight shift. For many people close to me, they knew it wasn't an overnight shift. For, but for a lot of people, especially in social media land, when they see you start to shift, it gets really uncomfortable. They're like, whoa, what, what, what is happening here? And this period of shifting or deciding, you know what? I haven't been leveraging social media. I'm going to show up and I'm going to be bold. And when you don't get that external validation, the likes, the views, the comments, the shares, the messages saying, oh my gosh, you are doing it, girl. When those are far and few between, This waiting period brings up doubt, resentment, fear, confusion, feelings of rejection. Like they, they reject me. They don't like this. Being ignored. All of these things I have felt in this season of shift. And it can be really hard. It can be really hard and it can be very lonely. And I do feel like this is one of the areas of entrepreneurship when we are shifting that nobody really talks about is that in-between phase where you are doing the work, you are showing up, but you feel like party of one. 
because you kind of are party of one, right? Like that's entrepreneurship. It is you. Maybe you have a virtual assistant. Maybe you have a little time, you know, like a small team of people that help you, but it is your baby. This is your business. This is your idea. This is your social media account. And so you've got to have a level of belief and clarity and confidence in your what you're doing to where you don't rely so much on others picking you up and saying, oh my gosh, that post was amazing every single day or saying, I'm so proud of you every single day. Do we love it? Yes. Heck yes, we do. It makes us feel good. But we get put in this trap or we put ourselves in this trap where we crave it and when we don't get it, we second doubt ourselves, or we're like, well, maybe I should change platforms. This isn't the platform. I'm not getting engagement over here. Or maybe this idea is not good because nobody is really responding to it. Like maybe I shouldn't be starting a podcast. Maybe I shouldn't be starting this side business. You know, I know for me, when I started network marketing, I mean, anybody who's listening to this, who's been in it or is in it now knows that there's a waiting period. People are like, wait, what are you doing? You're doing that. That goes to, that can be for so many other things. And so this isn't the first time that I have felt it, but I will tell you this is the most strong waiting period that I've had. And so I want to dive a little bit more into what I mean by waiting period because waiting period is really where you know what your gifts are. You know who you can help. You know what you have to help other people, but you're waiting in a sense for people to realize it and to acknowledge it. And it can feel like very forceful in this, in these moments at times, at least it has been for me where it's like, I want them to get it. Why can't they understand? This is what I offer that they could use this service, that they could use this product, that if they were to just hire me or who, whatever the case is, that this could make, this could help them move forward. This could help them get unstuck. That's what I mean. It's like that waiting period of, you know what you're about you've got the confidence. Like you're, you're like, all right, I'm ready. All right. Everybody come my way. And nobody's really trickling your way. It's that waiting period of where they're like figuring out what it is that you're doing here. It's something that they haven't seen a lot of, or it's something they've never seen before. And there is literally a period of time that differs for everybody. And we always think the other person had like 24 hours and then all of a sudden, boom, they had an exploding business. I've been call it in that comparison trap too, where I'm like, well, they just announced that. And according to their comments and their likes and the screenshots that that woman is putting in her stories, she is thriving. And you never know what's going on behind the, the scenes. You never know. Like you have absolutely no idea. But that's what I mean by waiting period is there is a period and I am on the outskirts of it now, like working my way through on the other side where I has to be extremely patient with this transition of knowing that it's going to take time. And here's what I've learned that in this waiting period, yes, a lot of really strong emotions come up, but also it's where we learn some of the best life lessons and business lessons, patience, timing, and trust. Because there's a lot of things that you can control when it comes to your business, showing up, the work, the to-dos, 
the strategy, but you can always, in fact, really ever control the timing. You can't control when someone's going to say yes. You can't control when someone's going to actually see and comprehend, oh, this is what she offers. This is why it's going to help me. You can help shape that. You can help become consistent in your messaging and clear on your messaging, but ultimately it's really out of our controls. And when I finally realized that I had to surrender a bit and just keep on keeping on, which is hard to do, again, when you don't have that external validation, I was able to start moving through it with a lot more patience and trust. And so what I want to do is I want to tell you exactly what I've done that I believe could potentially help a lot of you listening to this who are resonating, or if you know someone who is going through this, please send them this episode so that they can benefit and take these tips. But I wanna talk about six tips that have worked for me, that are working for me, and potentially could work for you and or your colleague. So the first thing I wanna bring up that was really important to me was having 100% clarity on who I am, who I serve, my mission, my offer, and my gifts. So let me break that down. Actually, before I break it down, let me explain why this is important. When you are putting yourself out there and feeling unseen or unacknowledged or lonely or feel rejected, it will matter a whole lot less and it will be less of an impact on your mindset if you're 100% clear on why you're here and doing what you're doing and who you're supposed to serve. If you are not clear, like not, I'm, I'm talking even 99%, you gotta be 100% clear. If you are not clear what you're doing, how you're doing it, who you're supposed to help, what your gifts are meaning, what, what what are you here to help people with? If you don't have this burning passion, passion's part of it, but clarity on what it is, why why you're doing this, then the external validation is going to be more and more important because you are leaning on other people's clarity instead of your own, right? That was eye-opening for me. I realized when I was shifting into comparison and imposter syndrome, all of that happens because you're not 100% clear what you're doing. Because if you're 100% clear why you're showing up every day, who you're here to serve, what your gifts are, what your offers are, and how you're going to impact people's lives, it's not ultimately going to matter if you're getting likes, views, comments, pat on the backs. They're extra. It's like icing on the cake. Oh, thank you. And internally you're thinking, I already know this. Thank you for being that extra layer of encouragement. It means less. It, it's still important, but it, it's, it's not held at such a high weight for you. Okay. So that would be number one. And I think it's probably the most important thing. Like if you're not clear, take some time to get clear on, on what you're here to do. It's ultimately called your why as well. I mean, we hear about that all the time. You have to have a strong why. It's true. You have to have a strong why. You have to have a clear why. You have to know clearly why you're doing this. 
who you're here to help. Okay, that's number one. Number two, find one to three people that you can count on that can provide that external validation. Because like I said in the beginning, it's still important, right? Especially for some of us who words of affirmation are our love language. Hello, that's me. Words of affirmation. That's so, it's so important to me. My husband knows it. My friends know it. And the ones that know that and are good friends will lean into that. And that's how they will show up for you. They will say the words because they know that they carry high weight. Now, we just don't want it to be how we live our lives, right? But find one to three people that you can count on that will do that for you. So that could be a friend. That could be a business partner. That can be a spouse. It can be a coach, right? One of the reasons why I have a coach is because I know I need that level of external validation, and she gives it to me. And to flip that around, as a coach myself, I know in the intake form parts and the initial conversations with my clients, if that is something they need, and newsflash, everybody needs it, right? Everybody needs it. And so having someone that has your back that is literally in the arena with you, especially someone who's about five steps ahead of you, who is where you want to go, has been through this before. That is who I navigate towards. I navigate towards the coaches or the colleagues who are on the other side of what I'm dealing with. Because one, I know it's possible. And two, I know they get it. And so they have wisdom that I haven't experienced yet, right? And so find your people and make sure you are surrounding yourself with those types of people. Number three is journaling. And I don't mean just the self-guided journaling, like what am I grateful for today? I think those are great and they're just not for me. (laughs) They're just, they're not for me. And here's why. I like to brain dump journal. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because Back in the fall of 2022, I was in a period where I was sulking in an in an area of I was a, I was trying to shift and I felt very unseen. I felt strongly that I craved external validation. I was convinced people were rejecting me. And what I ended up doing was starting to journal, but brain dump, dump journal. And so what I would do is Anything that came to my mind, I would write it out on paper. Sometimes it didn't make sense. Sometimes it was bullet points. Sometimes it was incomplete sentences. And then I would close my journal and walk away. I wouldn't reread it. I wouldn't try to solve the problem. I would walk away. Now, why do I bring this up as a tip to helping you through the waiting period and the need for external validation? Well, this isn't an instant gratification thing. It could be. Maybe you brain dump, you walk away. The next day you're like, I get it now. But odds are probably not. For me, it took a couple of months. But I would do this not every day, but pretty consistently. And I was able to go back and read what I wrote. And that itself was validating for me that I was growing, 
that I was going in the right direction and that I have evolved, that I am learning, that I'm not where I used to be. Because sometimes I think we feel so stuck and we feel like we're not evolving because we're in the day-to-day. It's, it's, it's hard to measure that if you're not tracking it. And so now when I am in that stuck space of feeling lonely, feeling I need the external validation to feel better, I will go back and reread my journal and I will smile saying, wow. Part of me is like, wow, I was a hot mess, you know, not, not really, but I was really unclear then. And now reading that, knowing I've already worked through that, I'm already clear that itself is validating that I am in the right space. It's not someone else. It is really actually me validating me, but it's my words on paper. Looking back, it reminds me, this is why you're doing this. Number four, pray and trust. I said this before, much of this is timing that's out of our control. The surrender part of this is so important. I feel like there's got to be a blend and a balance of masculine and feminine energy. And what I mean by that without getting into it is the flow versus the strategy. Right? You got to do the work, right? If you want to be seen, to have your post seen, to get traction, to gain new business, you got to do the work. But there's also an element of let's not force it because people can smell that a mile away and your body will feel it and it just repels, right? We're looking to attract people in. And so it's that balance. And for me, just being able at the end of the day or the beginning of the day or the middle of the day, whenever I feel it, when I feel I'm starting to force things because that waiting period is longer than I'm liking, I just stop, pray, you can meditate and acknowledge that the right time will be the right time. Number five, this is something that um, was suggested to me and you'd be surprised how insane this has helped, okay? Part of my problem of needing external validation is because I had more free time when I was starting a new business aside from the back end of, of creating all the back end structures. But, you know, there's a period of time, especially in coaching, where you don't have clients. Like you're waiting for people to see what you have to offer so that you can fill your calendar. And so when there is that waiting period, what I was doing with my downtime was scrolling. And I happened to mention it actually to my own coach and we agreed that instead of doing that, which is not helpful to literally any human on this earth, especially entrepreneurs, female ones, but is to really look at my schedule during this waiting period where there's a little bit more open space and to fill it with things that brought me joy or could grow my exposure or for me, I, I have to have an element of creativity in my day-to-day, especially my week. And so I was like, okay, what do I want to learn? What do I want to do? How could I network and connect with other people? And it not have to be on social media for that. Because that was like a breeding ground for me. It was not a good space for me in the waiting period to be glued on social media and seeing what other people are doing and making assumptions that they're moving faster, right? 
I feel like comparison happens very, it, it goes hand in hand with the need for external validation and in this waiting period, right? So I had to get very clear with looking at my week and saying, okay, if I don't have clients and I have like this period of time open, how am I going to strategically spend it to where it's good for my mindset and my business? And it brings me joy. Okay. And then the last thing is just knowing that this is an, a trial and error period. Trial and error. I can't say that word. Error. Be open to experimenting, knowing that, you know, there's this saying, throwing spaghetti at the wall, hoping that it'll stick. Well, I think we all have to do that in the very beginning. We never really know how things are going to go. So like if you're starting a new social media strategy to show up, it's going to take a couple of tweaks before you figure out what actually gets the attention of people, what actually feels good to you. If you're starting a new business, you know, you're gonna screw up along the way, right? You're, you're gonna, or you're going to realize that mm, this isn't exactly the same, the right offer for me, but you're not going to know that until you get going. And so part of this is just releasing the need for it to be perfect and knowing that so much of it will come from just going. So not overanalyzing in the very beginning and just going, going, and going and going. And, you know, here's what I'll end with. I think we get so caught up that people are watching us way more than they actually are. And, you know, the other thing is that I've realized that people are so busy and most people really do support us. They do want the best for us. And, we have to learn to ask for support just as much as hopefully they can feel empowered enough and know you well enough to, to offer that on their own. But I do believe that if I've learned anything through the shifts uh, during my entrepreneurship journey is that using your voice and asking for what you want is really powerful. Because people do want to see the best for you. If they don't, then they probably don't need to be in your life, right? But they do. But people are also really, really busy. And so being bold enough and comfortable enough to say, hey, I'm in a really uncomfortable season right now. And, um, you know, any, any support that you can swing my way is so grateful. I'm just so grateful for that. And, you know, I don't. I don't know how I can support you, but please, I would just love to keep this line of communication open so that we're always here for each other. You know, it, it could literally be as, as simple as that, but I do encourage you to use your voice. But aside from that, really, really understand that ultimately you got to be clear. You got to feel so empowered and so confident and so confirmed and validated from within that you're going to go regardless and you're going to trust the process and know that this waiting period is something that everyone goes through and everyone's waiting period is a different time length, but it doesn't make you wrong. It doesn't mean that you're not on the right track. So many people quit long before their victory season comes and it's heartbreaking. I've watched this a lot, especially in the, in the industry of network marketing. 
uh, people will quit because they're not gaining business fast enough or they're not growing fast enough. And while you can never like see in the future of like, if you would have just waited the next day or the next month would have been the one that it happened for you. Like you don't know that, but we've got to stop expecting that things happen overnight because it doesn't for anybody. It doesn't for anybody. And so lean into that waiting period and know that it is normal and that one day you're going to look back on that waiting period and say, I know why God made me late, made me wait. I know why that took longer than I wanted it to be. And then you get to take those skills and apply them as wisdom in your business. And it's going to be amazing. So just be patient, friends. I hope that today gives you inspiration and some tangible tips during this waiting period. Hey friend, I hope today's episode equipped you with what you need to feel inspired to take action or even change. And if so, I would be so grateful if you would leave me a review and then share this on social media with a friend or a colleague who could benefit. So much of what I share, if not all of what I share, is exactly what I've walked through. So I relate to you more than you realize. And hey, if you're craving more and are ready to connect beyond this podcast, I'd love to encourage you to connect with me on Instagram. That's at Elizabeth Laconey.